It's been said that you will never change your life until you change something that you do daily. So today on the Champion Forum Podcast, we give fresh perspective on why New Year's resolutions fail. This is the Champion Forum Podcast with Jeff Hancher, the forum for leaders, champions, and dreamers. Lemwitzen here, and I am wishing you all a happy new year, and helping me to usher in another amazing year is none other than the man himself, Jeff Hancher. Happy new year, Jeff. Happy new year, Lem. It's Thank another you. year. 21 is in the books. Yes, 22 it is. is upon us. Yes, it is. It's a fresh start, and uh, we get to we get to do it again. Yeah, yeah. This is going to be the year where we have like a two-two of twenty-two. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Wait, is that right? Two February yeah. 22nd. Yes, yeah. we will. What is that called? Twos. I don't know. There's there's a name for that. It has to be. And I thought... I'll, I'll bet you that that's going to be a high wedding day. Oh yeah, yeah. For Man. the men, especially, so they never forget. You're right. You're right. Two 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 two. You're right. I should yeah. probably get some merch yeah. made up around that. That's an opportunity. Yeah. That is so opportunity. let me ask you this. What's your take on the turning of a calendar year? Is it like, is it an event for you? Is it just another thing? Does it change your perspective? It kind of puts me in a fog for the first 15 days. Okay. Because I know that I should be feeling different. At mm. least I feel the social pressure of, yes. this is a new year, but yes. I'm like, it's Monday. Yeah. You know, so yes. I really don't feel it, but I'm like, man, why don't I feel it? And then halfway through January, I'm good. I love that. I love that you said that because we're going to talk a little bit about that today. Mm-hmm. But I, I also realized that the last time we talked about these New Year's resolutions, it's been two years, man, uh, since we've talked about this on the show. But what you said is absolutely true. And that is feeling the pressure to make mm-hmm. the resolution. Yeah. Now, if you go back two years ago to that New Year's resolution episode that we gave, uh, you'll hear my opinion on this, which yeah. is I think New Year's resolutions are garbage. Yeah. Now, look, I'm all about goal setting. I'm not right. saying goal setting is garbage. I'm not saying that, you know, having strategy is garbage. Mm-hmm. What I am saying is if you're waiting 12 months to set goals, yeah. You're you're out of it. That's a problem. Uh, you're already behind. Exactly. And so we got to talk through that. But what what I wanted to do today is really talk about how we should be refreshing our mindset mm-hmm. around these resolutions um, and thinking about why why is it that they don't work. Yes. I think in the last episode, and I think in most podcasts that you're going to listen to this time of year, and blog articles, and whatever it might be, what you're going to hear is how to set good New Year's resolutions Mm -hmm. and strategies to do that, Uh, the SMART model. You're going to hear all this stuff, which, by the way, is very good teaching. It all makes sense. Right. There's plenty out there on that. Today, I wanted to take a little bit of a twist on this, and I wanted to talk about why don't they work versus putting all our effort into how to create good ones. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about why they don't work, and that's what we're going to talk through today. Perfect. Perfect. I like it. I like it. So let's let's get right into it. You know, in the world that I live in, um, I get to deal with this uh, and and entertain this not just in January but throughout the year. As a as a business consultant, as an executive coach to many entrepreneurs and business executives, people that I mentor, I see people fall into the same traps every year 
when setting professional and personal goals. Now listen, if you're a customer of mine, you well know we don't wait till January to set goals and create strategy. Yeah. We're doing this all year long because mm-hmm. goals, uh, they're, they're good. Uh, goals and strategies are good for about a couple weeks. Right. There's no strategy that you're never going to pivot from or change from. We got to be fluid with these. Mm-hmm. And we, here, here we are. We make this bold declaration uh, in January. Mm-hmm. You know, we spend a couple weeks of December figuring out what they're going to be. Uh, we make our what, what's those boards called that people make? They cut the, the, vision, boards, the, vision, the vision boards. boards. The vision thank board. Thank you. Thank you. With the cork board. You, yeah. you know, everybody's posting those right now. Yeah. And look, I'm not hating on you if you have a vision board. I'm in on vision boards. I got it. But we make this bold declar- declaration that this year is going to be the year. It's right. going to be the banner year. Yeah. This year is going to be different. Yet despite these people's efforts, sometimes most of them feel discouraged by their lack of willpower within really the first few days of the new year, mm-hmm. the first few weeks of the new year. Uh, I talked about it, I believe, last year about National Quitters Day. Matter of fact, I think we talked about it in a how-tos. Is it in February or January? It's in January. January. I think it's Jan- yeah, yeah, yeah. 18th last or year, something like that? It, it was the 18th of January in 21, but it's a day. It's like the third Thursday yeah, yeah. of the month, something like yeah, that. And yeah. how they came up with it was... It's around that time mm-hmm. that everybody abandons. Yep. This is going to be a banner year. This is going to be yeah. the year of change. This is going to be the breakthrough year. And why is that? Well, people start getting discouraged by their willpower mm-hmm. early in the year. And most of them, they quickly abandon these goals. They quickly chalk it up to, well, it wasn't meant to be. Well, I don't have the resources. Well, I gave it a good shot. You gave it a good shot for like a two weeks. Mm-hmm. That's not giving anything a good shot. Very true. Trouble trouble keeping New Year's resolutions is a common phenomenon. Uh, You're listening to this, and you know that's true. There was a study that was conducted by researchers at the University of Scranton that found that 23% of people quit their resolution after one week. 23%. The remainder of them usually quit by that third Thursday of January. (laughs) And what they also found was that only 19% of 100% of people that set these goals are actually able to stick to them for the long haul. That's crazy. That is insane. Yeah. But you know what? As a listener and somebody that's pursuing excellence, that should give you great hope. Yeah. Because that's telling you, if I can get in the 19%, Elite. Elite. You are elite. I'm going to be outperforming 80% of the field. Yeah. That's exciting. Just by persevering. Just by staying with it. Yeah. And that's what that's what we're going to talk about. But here's the thing. In order to go backwards, you hear me say it on the show all the time, the best way to handle an objection is a great presentation. Correct. Let's get ahead of why does this happen versus the definition of insanity. Doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. Here we are again. Here are my goals. I'm going to quit smoking. I'm going to lose 20 pounds. Blah, 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 blah. Over and over, same thing, same thing, same thing. So we've got to be thinking about why is it that I keep falling into this trap? Why is there this awful repetition of failure? Why is this happening? There's countless reasons that people fail to follow through on their New Year's goals. Today, I'm going to uh, put this down to a very micro level, and I'm going to address what I believe to be the biggest factors and the ones that you should be dedicating your time to work through. 
Now listen, go read the books on goal setting and all of this stuff, but I'm here to tell you, if you take these couple of things that I'm going to talk about today and go deep in on the mindset through these things and challenging yourself and having some honest self-awareness, I think this literally could be the year of breakthrough for you. I agree. So the first thing that I would tell you that we have to do uh, and we have to think about and what those that pitfall could be is that people aren't ready for change. Yes, totally agree with it. So why is that? Why, why is that one of the things that I'm going to talk about? People aren't ready for change. So we set these goals, but in the reality, they're not ready for it. You're not ready for it. Many people set a, re- a resolution, and it's based on what they think they should do rather than what they actually want to do. That's a very good point. And you kind of referenced that earlier, Lem, which was, I feel the social, I think you said social pressure. Social pressure. Everybody else is doing it, so I should do it. Yep. Everybody else is going to Planet Fitness. Exactly. I should be going to Planet Fitness. Yeah. Everybody else wants to lose 20 pounds. Mm -hmm. I should lose 20 pounds. Exactly. Everybody wants to be a good public speaker. I should want to be a good public speaker. Right. Fill in the blanks. Yeah. It's over and over. Do I really want to do it? Do I actually want to do it? Or am I feeling the pressure because it seems like the right thing to do? Yeah. I had someone close to me, very close to me, that once suffered from substance abuse. Mm -hmm. I I couldn't get in my head as to why they would not pursue the help that they needed. The help was there. There there were rehab clinics. There there were counselors. There were people waiting Mm -hmm. for the arrival of this person that I loved. Yeah. And the help, the help was there. There were times that that I I would I would be able to convince them to get the help, and they would go to rehab just to come out and relapse again. Yeah. So here I am pouring my guts out, pouring my heart out. I hate to see you like this. You know, it, it's killing us. Why are you doing this to yourself? And they would say, "All right, I'll go. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. Go to rehab, and boom, they're out. They relapse. So." Here I was talking to a rehab counselor about my frustration Mm -hmm. around this cycle of in, out, in, out. And I'm like, what do we got to do to break this pattern? Yeah. What do we got to do to make this work? Mm -hmm. I don't think it's what you're doing, uh, but why is this not sticking? And they simply said this truth. They stated that true recovery was most likely never going to happen until this person was ready for change. Exactly. And if you know anybody, uh, maybe you're listening and you have faced substance abuse, you know this to be true. You can't help somebody that doesn't want help. Exactly. You can't help somebody. You can't help yourself unless you truly want to change. You you see, this person that I cared about deeply about, uh, they absolutely knew what they should do. Mm -hmm. There, There was no question about what they should do but they didn't actually want to do it. Exactly. The bottom line is this. You have got to be ready to make change in your life if your habit is going to stick. You have to truly want the change, not because of the social pressure, not because everybody else is doing it, not even because it's the right thing to do. You have to want it deep in your heart, and you have to have some conviction about this. And while some people's readiness for change uh, happen to coincide with January 1st, most people will find the timing doesn't quite work out that way. Nothing magical happens on January 1st. 
Don't wait till January 1st, and don't think that it has to be January 1st for you to make effective change in your life. A great way to look at this is, I believe, from a different angle, and it's to shift your focus from the benefit of the change versus the cost of not changing. Mm. This is a this is one of those pleasure versus pain scenarios yeah. that could change your urgency and help you define goals that that you're actually going to follow through on. Here's the here's the risk you run. If you keep setting goals that you don't accomplish over time, it's going to kill your confidence. Yeah. Because you're going to set goals knowing you're not going to do them. Very true. Now there's the adverse of that, which is uh, and I talk about this on the show often, the best way to new, never lose is to never play. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying don't dream big, and I'm not saying don't set big goals, mm-hmm. but you better be ready to walk it out. Yeah, You better be ready for real change. You have to be real with yourself when you're setting these goals and asking yourself, are you truly ready for change, and are you truly ready to make it happen? Yeah, yeah. That's one of the things that I've had to tell people that I think has resonated with them the most when they come and they ask, why is it that they're not seeing the thing that they want so badly? And I'm like, I feel like it might be because you don't actually want it. You just want to want it. Correct. You know, like you want to want to change. You don't actually want to change. Correct. Your desire is to want to change. Correct. So like, let's let that desire turn into a desire for change. Yes. And then you'll actually do it. But just wanting to want it. Yeah. Like, that's nothing. Yeah. That's like going out and buying the planner. Like, I want to want to make plans. Oh my. Oh <laughs> but I my. might not make them. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to want to. <laughs> yeah. How many people right now listening have the 2021 planner that yeah. never opened up? Never. I threw one away last week. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> I felt so bad, but I was like, the dates are off. I can't use this anymore. I can't. Yeah. Intentions. Yeah. I'm not here to question anybody's intention, but we have this in our lives. Yeah. And it's usually rooted in, in what is reality. Right. Right. Like if I'm asking, who wants to make more money? Every hand goes Every up. Every hand goes up. Who wants to be healthier? Every hand yep. goes up. Who wants to be, you know, eat better? Every hand goes up. Yeah. We see this. Mm-hmm. So the desire is not the problem. It's not. It's the people that quit at desire yes. and they don't come to grips with reality of mm-hmm. what's possible yeah. and what they're willing to give for. I like that. I like it a lot. Number two is lack of planning. Now this does go into a little bit of the... Uh, why it doesn't work, and lack of planning may be one of these uh, Mr. Obvious moments. But the essence of this is you can't just set a goal without a strategy. We've all heard the adage that failing to plan is planning to fail. Every time. And it's absolutely true. And look, I get it. I've been there. Setting goals and resolutions, it's the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, look, aren't all true professionals and successful people doing this? That's what we say. That's exactly what we say. Everybody else is doing it, so I got to do it. Right. And we go through the exercise. We buy the planner. Yep. We, we make the vision board. Yep. We do all, we're checking boxes left and right. We're, mm-hmm. good, we're great at that. Yep. My recommendation is don't waste your time setting resolutions and goals if you're not going to plan and have a clear strategy of execution. Use your time doing something else. Jeff, that sounds kind of harsh. So what you're telling me is don't even set goals and resolutions. Don't create the vision board. If you don't have a plan, that's exactly what I'm saying. That's what you're saying. If there's no strategy, don't put on your vision board that I'm going to run a four-minute mile. Right. With no plan. Right. No, I'm not, I don't know what shoes to buy. I don't have a trainer. All I know is I want to run a four-minute mile. 
don't waste your time. Exactly. There's got to be a plan. That's a lofty goal. Mm -hmm. You may not, that might not even be realistic for you. Don't waste your time unless you're going to put just as much time or more time in creating a plan and creating a strategy because a goal without a plan, it's one thing. It's a wish. That's it. It's a, I hope for the best. You are playing roulette with your success. Mm -hmm. That, that's not effective. Yeah. And rarely works. And back to killing your confidence, mm-hmm. keep setting goals that you never accomplish. You know what you're, the, the narrative is in your mind? I'm never going to do that. Right. That's never going to happen right. to me. I've never done it before. Why would it ever work now? Not a good use of your time. A little planning ahead goes a long way toward making good habits stick. You have to answer tough questions. Questions like, will I have to wake up earlier to make this happen. Good question. Are you asking yourself the tough questions of what am I actually going to have to do to make this work? How am I going to stick to my budget and drive the profit of my company when my uh, marketing agency keeps bringing me these once in a lifetime opportunities to drive market share? Yeah. Th- th- those things are going to happen. Yeah. You you set this big goal. Are you willing to wake up earlier? Yeah. Are, are you willing to do what it's going to take to make this happen? Do you have a plan? Anticipating challenges and identifying solutions, that's the key to long-term success. I like it. You should expect some level of setbacks on this pursuit. There's going to be mistakes as you pursue these resolutions and these goals. That's inevitable. It's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Planning ahead, what it does, it helps you figure out how you're going to recover from those mistakes. We're trying to find out where are the pitfalls, where are where where are the potholes going to be on this journey. Mm-hmm. Adversely, don't make goals that are just like layups so that you can feel good about doing nothing. Right. You don't set a goal and say, uh, "Listen, uh, I'm going to wake up every day and I'm going to drink five ounces of water." That's my New Year's resolution. Mm-hmm. It's like, come on, man. <laughs> I, I mean, stretch yourself a little, oh, just like, a little bit. Come on, just a that's little. insanity. So yes, stretch yourself. And but don't overstretch yourself and make sure that there there's something there with that. It's very, very important as we plan. Planning is one of these things that is so it's such an important part of this. Mm-hmm. And it helps the preventing of this misstep from turning into failure. Right. There will be setbacks, there will be missteps, there will be mistakes. As you strategize and as you plan, you start forecasting about what could happen, and it takes things from going to permanent failure to just being a, a setback. Right, right. I so, told, it's like, it's so good that you say that. You know, you see it in everything. You look at, I don't know, war movies where there's the medic on hand because they knew that eventually somebody was going to need medical attention, as good as we are. Somebody's going to get hurt. So we're planning for it. It's like, hey, this isn't going to be, you know what? The best boxer in the world still shows up with a cut man. Because when I get cut, I plan to fix this. Doesn't mean I plan to lose the fight. I just plan to keep going after I got the cut. You know what I mean? That's solid. So it's like if I don't plan for that, a little cut that renders me ineffective could ruin the whole thing. So it's like we can't be afraid to plan for the... What do I do if my audacious goal isn't as successful as I wanted it to be? 
what am I going to do? Is it, is it all the eggs are in this basket? So if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. You know what I mean? If I don't make it to Planet Fitness the first month, I cancel the membership. Or am I going to get somebody to now wake me up and come with me so I start going in February? Man, that's you know what good. I, mean? it's I like, think I'm going to let you do the rest of the show. <laughs> I've only, when you fail, you learn how to not <laughs> fail anymore. <laughs> that's what happens. So, somebody here remind me to post that on social media. <laughs> The best boxer in the world doesn't yeah. show up without a cut man. Doesn't, doesn't. That's my next post. It's true. It's That's very my true. next post. You can have it. Take it. Take that it is and go. powerful. <laughs> I'm going to tag you in there. <laughs> Number three, overconfidence. Overconfidence. Mm. This can be a killer for you. Now, you, you, you might be saying, Jeff, man, am I, still, am I still listening to the Champion Forum podcast? You're always talking about confidence. You're always talking about, you know, the Marcus Garvey quote. You're talking about, you know, how to build self-confidence and how it's the key to winning. And I'm in. I got it. I believe in it. Mm-hmm. But there is this overconfidence that will absolutely kill goal setting and these resolutions. We, we live in this day where many people worry that lack of confidence is going to kill their chances of reaching their goals. But I'm here to tell you that overconfidence can be even more detrimental. Think about people that you know right now that are overconfident. Yeah. They show up at the meeting, they show up in the room, whatever it might be. You're, you're waiting for them to open their mouth and they say something that's just off the wall ridiculous. <laughs> and everybody in the room is saying, that's never happening. That's never going to happen. We don't, we don't even, we're not even taking it seriously, right? You're laughing, obviously, because you have something in mind. But here's the deal, man. When, when you're convinced... Your goal is going to be easy. Yeah. You're going to find yourself unprepared to face the reality of the situation. Very true. You know, it's like people that that uh, report to you and leaders, you're listening to this and you know what I'm talking about. You're, you're in the room and you're back to the four-minute mile. You're like, all right, team, here's what we're doing. We're all going to run a four-minute mile. And there's that one person in the room that's like, that's no problem. We'll kill that mouth. We'll kill that mouth. <laughs> right. I could pop matter of fact, I could probably go do that right now. <laughs> I could probably do that in my dress shoes. Like what else do you have for me? And in your mind, you're like, hold up. There's no way. You are setting yourself up to fail. Yeah. You're gonna be like on the first lap and we're gonna be there with like a defibrillator on mm-hmm. you. Like you're not <laughs> even thinking logically around this. Here here's the deal. You know this if you've won anything. Change is hard. It is. Acknowledge that it's tough to delay gratification and push yourself when you're tired, when you don't feel like it. Saying that it's going to be challenging to stay on track, it doesn't mean you're weak. It means you're realistic. Very true. Listen, man, success is uphill. You've heard me say this. I'm not here to tell you it's easy. And I know there's, there's those people out there that are like, hey, whatever will be, will be. And if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. No, you have to be intentional. Mm-hmm. And you have to have some reality around what this looks like. You have to be realistic. It doesn't mean that you're weak. It doesn't mean that you're giving up. It doesn't mean that you don't support the goal or you support the cause. You can be all in on running a four-minute mile and mm-hmm. say, I don't know how we're going to do it, right? but I'm willing to give it a shot. Yep. You might also be the one to say, listen, I got to tell you something, boss. Um, these legs are never going to run a four-minute mile. Right. I couldn't do that in my prime, and here I am in my 40s, and you're trying to tell me to run a four-minute mile? Yeah. I don't even know. That's hard. That's overconfident. Yeah. So you have to think about this. You got to recognize that it's going to be a challenge. 
but that it's going to be worth it. Most things that are worthwhile carry a challenge with them. Otherwise, wouldn't it be true that everyone would be standing on the mountaintop? Very true. Everybody would be. Yeah. So check yourself before you wreck yourself. I like that. Like you got to think like about it. this. Am I going into this resolution phase overconfident? Right. Like I can literally conquer the world and I'm all about confidence. I'm all about swagger. Yeah, very true. But you got to be very realistic about what you're pursuing. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it, there's no there's no negative to being realistic. Realistic is just realistic. Overconfident is going into the boxing match without a cut, man. Very true. Yeah. Like, come on, man. You might get hit once. Like, <laughs> no, I'll never get... Nah, yeah. That's... And you know what? You end up getting cut once. The cut man's not there. Exactly. And you end up losing the whole thing because blood's thing. running into your eye. Whole thing. And all that. You you are overconfident. Yep. You kidding me? Yep. No. Not yeah. a good idea. Not There's only all. one boxer I knew that ever got away with anything close to that, and that was George Foreman, who stood up between rounds. Mm, true. I mean, my man was never taking a seat, never taking a break, whatnot. I know, right? That's like, ugh, goodness, don't get me but started. But even George Foreman took a cut man with He him. did. He did. <laughs> he so, did indeed. <laughs> number four, failing to look at what you're going to need to give up. Hmm. To give up. Count the cost, man. What are you going to need to give up? Everything that you add to your life means that you have to give something up. Think about this as an eight-ounce glass. Can you put 12 ounces in the glass? Nope. You cannot. You can't put more than its capacity. If you have, uh, if you have eight ounces of water in there and you want to add some so- lemon water, mm-hmm. some lemon juice in there, yeah. guess what? Something's got to come out in yeah. order to put the lemon juice in. It just doesn't work that way. Yeah. You don't fill a coffee cup clear full to the top mm-hmm. and then add creamer. Right. Doesn't work that way. Matter <laughs> of fact, when you're getting coffee, they always ask you, are you going to be adding creamer? Why do they do that? So that they can leave room right. for capacity. Yeah. Everything that you add to your life means you have to give up something. But we often only focus on what we're gaining. And we forget to look at the things we're leaving behind. Mm. What are you willing to leave behind to gain the things that you wrote on your list? It's very important that, that the way that you count this cost, there's going to be a cost of what you want. And I often say that getting where you want, it often, often boils down to giving up what you want now for what you want most. Mm-hmm. What are you willing to give up right now for what you want most. And I'm going to tell you, this is a deep perspective that you have to think about. Mm -hmm. I know what you want now, but does it line up with what you want most? Yeah. Does it line up? What are you willing to give up? So it's important that you weigh the cost of this. An example of this would be you decide that you want to be a, a better communicator. You want to be a better public speaker. Mm-hmm. So so you enroll in classes two nights a week for the next six weeks. Mm-hmm. And somebody's going to teach you how to be a, a world-class public speaker. They're going to teach you platform skills. And you're like, this is exactly what I need. I'm doing what Jeff said. I wrote down a lofty goal. I'm not overconfident. I have a strategy. I'm going to take the classes. And at the end of these classes, I envision myself being the next Tony Robbins. Hmm. And you got these like monumental goals. It's going to be great. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be the next world traveler. People are going to listen to what I have to say yeah. after these. And you, you see the outcome. You see the fruit. Mm-hmm. You, you see the benefit of going to these classes. Going to classes three nights a week, it might mean fewer hours with your family. Yeah. 
It might mean less time to uh, manage your fantasy football league that you hold so near and dear to your Uh heart, right? Before you sign up for that class, you better make sure you are ready to make the trade-off. There will be a Mm trade-off. Getting something for nothing is not a formula for success. It isn't. You got to give something up. I talk in the state of readiness keynote that I give about the going to the Dale Carnegie sales classes. And this was 12 weeks. Uh, I think it was one or two nights a week. Here I am. I'm still a truck driver. I'm getting up at about 4.30 in the morning, every morning. I'm working no less than 10, sometimes 12 hours a day. I'm rushing home, throwing a sandwich down, showering, changing into professional clothes, studying as fast as I can for what was prepared to be talked about in the sales class tonight, driving clear to downtown Pittsburgh, sitting in a two-hour workshop, and then getting home at about 10.30 at night Mm -hmm. just to get up the next morning again at 4.30. Yep. Man, I'm going to tell you, there were many times, you know, after a long day of exhaustion that I just didn't feel like doing it. Yeah. I had to give up time with my family. I had to give up sleep. There was a lot that I had to give up. Mm -hmm. But if you want something you've never had, you better be ready to do something that you've never done. Absolutely. And the formula just doesn't work any other way. So before you commit to changing your habits, recognize what you will gain from the new habits and think about what is it that I'm going to need to give up before you start making this change. Simply acknowledging this ahead of time and developing a plan to deal with that change, it can remind you that it is worth the price you're going to pay. So with that being said, I hope these four things challenge you today in really thinking about, hey, look, I know you're, by the time you've listened to this show, uh, you already got your, your goals down, your resolutions for the year. They're not etched in stone. If this is is if this has provoked you and you feel like man I was off with this adjust and overcome. Mm-hmm. Listen, just because most resolutions fail, I gave you the statistics. I'm not here to be the doomsday guy. They do fail more than they don't. That doesn't mean that your resolution and how resolute you are can't last. Right. If you're prepared for the reality of the challenge and you're willing to put in the hard work to make it happen, you can make your resolution stick this year and there will be no turning back. And I'm your biggest fan and supporter. And believe me, there's nobody else that wants to see it happen more for you than me. I hope these challenged you. Um, you know, I'm not here to beat you up and I'm not here to say you can't do it. Right. Because 19% are, but I'm hoping that through our efforts on this team, mm-hmm. we can get that number to up to at least like 25% here. I say in we can 2022. Get to 25%. Yeah. So. That's it, and uh, wish everybody a happy new year as you go out and chase down these resolutions and these goals. Perfect, perfect. Yes, let's get this thing done, you know. So by now, I'm sure most of you have set your goals and your resolutions for 2022. So make sure you listen to Jeff's advice so you don't become part of the statistic of the people who give up. We're making New Year's resolutions, not wishes, all right? These are actual plans with strategies and reality in We're mind. making New Year's resolutions great again. Yes, we are. Doing. Make resolutions great again, <laughs> 2022. I love it. I love it. So here's the steps to be thinking about again. One. Ask yourself if you are truly ready for change. As Jeff mentioned, you know, many people set a resolution based on what they think they should do rather than what they actually want to do. Number two, plan. Okay, lack of planning will utterly destroy your resolution. Number three, overconfidence. Do not be overconfident. 
All right. Be real with yourself first and go about this in a realistic manner. And number four, failing to look at what you will have to give up. Know what you'll have to give up and know that what you're giving up is going to be worth the price for what you want to receive. So before we close out today's episode, I want to make sure you're aware of a presentation Jeff gave to several sales teams in the first few months of 2021 that we call Don't Stop Now. This presentation, it's it's specifically geared towards sales professionals and it helps them understand the dynamic around goal setting what it takes to be an elite sales professional, as well as sales formulas they can use every day to increase their odds of attaining the goals that they have set. So if you're a sales manager or a training manager and you'd like to hear more about this, please be sure to email us at jeff at jeffhancher.com. So once again, everyone, happy new year. We know that you are going to succeed this year in whatever resolution you put forward to do. So we thank you for joining us and we want you to know that we are here to support you in your pursuit of excellence in 2022. And we also want to ensure that you know the most important thing, and that is that you have been set up to be a champion in this life. The Champion Forum Podcast with Jeff Hancher. Lead, inspire, win. 